This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Welcome to a podcast from Joy's jazz show, Bent Notes. Tune in live each Sunday night at joy.org.au. My special guest on Bent Notes visited us in the studio last December to chat about Paris Combo and the music of the late Belle Duberry, David's partner in life as well as the Combo. Belle was a powerhouse of creativity and drive for the Combo, and both Belle and her music will be well remembered. David is taking the Paris Combo on one last tour, celebrating Belle's music with a series of tribute concerts where not only the band but the audiences can also enjoy the music again. It is my great pleasure to bid a very warm welcome back to David Lewis. Welcome, David. Thank you, David. It's a pleasure to be back. Uh, Even though we're not sitting in the same room, it's it's a real pleasure. It was lovely to have you in the studio in December, and I recall from that visit that you talked about the Paris Combo developing from a covers band before your arrival on the scene into a band that composed and played originals. Do you think that that was a direct outcome of your influence into the group or was that a natural progression for the members? I think it was both, David. When I first met Belle, we were playing in a a review in Paris called the Cabaret Sauvage, which I think people can imagine what that means, like sort of a wild cabaret, which had (laughs) all sorts of different influences from circus to to theater and she was already she already had a few originals that she was playing with her group at the time although the group was mainly covers and i think it just seemed to me like a natural progression to start transforming the repertoire into a repertoire of original songs and i think it's a really good way to go for groups that are especially young groups that are starting out is to start with a repertoire of the songs that you love and then don't be afraid to then write your own songs, even if they are influenced by the, those covers. Um, we even had one song that was on our second album, which is really very influenced by Caravan, the Duke Ellington one tizzle tune. Yep. You know, it was the arrangement we'd made for Caravan, which eventually became the song, a new song. So, you know, there's, there's all sorts of things that can happen. Lots of opportunities for creativity. Absolutely, yeah. Did the group notice any difference in your own or audience feedback to the new music? At the time. Do you yeah, know? yeah, at the time. Yes, yeah, so I think that people, um, audience are, audiences are, unless, unless the thrust of the band is to do covers, and a good example of that is Pink Martini, not all their repertoire, but um, some of the, their most impactful songs have been covers. The main thrust, I think most audiences are quite avid to hear original songs and also it was natural for Belle as someone who wrote a lot to start singing her own lyrics I think that's the sort of that's the key to it of course the music's important but now what we have is a hundred or more than a hundred songs of uh, lyrics her original lyrics and that's just been a really important thing and a progression through the different albums we've done so yeah it was a natural progression what was the approach that you took to composing the, these originals? Was there any pattern that you followed or was it just being inspired by different things at different times? David, on the first album, it was really Bell's originals 
there was a there was a couple. I think I contributed a couple musically, which were songs where the melody was composed and then Bell composed lyrics to them. Same with the other group members. But majority of the first album was tunes where Bell had written music and lyrics. She often used to write on the accordion. So she'd be coming up with melodies and accompanying herself on the accordion. Then as we as we moved on, I think that there, there's quite a lot of different procedures for writing songs. People often ask, do you write the melody or the words first? But I think a, probably a lot of people find they do it differently can, depending on the song. In our case, there were some songs still that Belle, well, Belle wrote everything. There were songs where I just, I get a lyric and then write the music to the lyric. There were group composed songs where the music was sort of worked out in the rehearsal studio and then Belle would write lyrics to them. So there were all those different ways of writing. And I think that that's another thing too, which is really interesting. I think it's it's really good for, um, here again, young, young groups or people starting out to realise there are so many ways you can go about it. And that literally all the all roads lead to Rome in terms of songwriting. You know, there's so many different ways of doing it. All the different roads lead to the same outcome of having some amazing music to enjoy. And we can, of course, continue to enjoy the music of Paris Combo from your recordings. We can check out a number of them locally online at Basement Discs or at Readings. And, of course, lots of information, links to photos, videos, artist profiles and more from the Paris Combo website, pariscombo.com. David, you spoke last year about a last tour for the Combo starting with some shows in France in tribute to Belle. What was the reception like for those shows? Well, we did a tribute show in June, last June in Paris at a club called The New Morning, which is, I suppose, it's the best-known jazz club in Paris. It's, it's quite iconic in a way. It's been there since the early 80s. I was about 500, and it was a place where we played quite regularly at different points during our career that we like to come back to just has a beautiful feeling when you walk into it in the afternoon or in the morning it's, it doesn't it doesn't look anything special but once you get an audience in there and a group up on stage it's a fantastic place so we did a tribute there in last june and that was very much there's 10 or 15 guest artists and uh, really fans that it filled up quite quickly and it was a real communion for friends, fans, and for musicians. And from then, we later in the year, we were, I think I mentioned that to you in December, we were then invited to come to the Cabaret Festival in Adelaide. And uh, mainly Julia Holt, who's one of the co-directors, was very much instrumental in um, making that happen. So we're now reiterating the tribute with, with three concerts, but with four singers, who were very much the pillars of the show we did last year. So there's Carmen Maria Vega, who's quite a popular pop singer and cabaret performer here. Billy, who does street theatre and, and pop singer as well. Manu Razanejato, who was our bass player on the first four, four albums and also a singer. And Rob Walke, who's quite a prominent figure here in the gypsy jazz scene, a very fine singer and violinist as well. So together they will carry the repertoire in Adelaide in those three concerts. And they'll be fantastic concerts to see. They're part of the Adelaide Cabaret Festival. 
They're on at the Dunstan Theatre on June 9, 10 and 11. That's right. So unfortunately, we, we don't have concerts in other capitals. It was very hard to line up both all the guest artists, the tenaries and also their new availability. So in the end, the Adelaide Cabaret Festival very generously decided to put on the shows as an Australian exclusivity. But obviously, um, if people feel like hopping on a, a train or in their car or even on a plane to come and hear us, they're very welcome and um, there's still tickets available. I think that's the way to do it. Jump on a plane on uh, one of those days, pop over to Adelaide, enjoy the city and the show and then uh, get back to, to Melbourne uh, on the Monday. David, thank you so much for taking the time to chat to us again on Bent Notes. It has been lovely to talk with you again, especially hearing about the opportunity to see the combo one last time here in Australia, in Adelaide, and of course to enjoy that wonderful music of the combo and all of Bell's contributions to that. Thank you, David, and thank you very much for your support and support of Joy. It has been a great pleasure indeed, David. I think we should go out with the title track from the latest album, Quisaco. Thank you, David, for telling us about them. It sounds like it's going to be a wonderful series of tribute shows in Adelaide over that weekend in June. We're looking forward to it, David. Thank you very much. My guest on Bent Notes has been pianist and trumpeter from the Paris Combo, David Lewis. You're listening to Joy 94.9. Kizako. been listening to a podcast from bent notes join us live each sunday night on joy 94.9 thanks for listening to another joy podcast brought to you by australia's lgbtqia plus community media organization joy help us keep joy on air head to joy.org.au joy a diverse sound for a diverse community